on the 177th episode of the Fantasy Limbs Podcast. We come back from an unexpected hiatus to talk about the Deshaun Watson saga, the QB market going into the 2021 season, and we dance around Super Bowl 55. Let's start the show. Welcome back to Fantasy Lens. Almost forgot the name of our podcast and said it wrong, but it's been a while since we've been back. And we're just going to talk about all the all the quarterback moves because Watson is somehow the betting favorite to land with the Jets. And oh, the Jets might have, you just jinxed might, it. Oh, no, 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 no. I said they're the betting favorite. That doesn't mean anything. I didn't say yeah. that's going to happen. There's also a Super Bowl, too, Jets boy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's not just, I mean, the, I not guess, just about the Jets. You know. It's not just about the Jets, John. We're going to talk about the most important thing in football that's going on right now, the Jets. Well, listen, it's going to become like the NBA, where the most important and exciting thing is the offseason and all the moves, and the season's just kind of like secondary. Yeah, I hope not, but sure. I, You know, I liked that in the NBA for about five years, mm. and then it became like, ah, these teams, there's no rivalries, nobody really cares like about their team too much just more about who they're playing with and it i don't know it doesn't have a good lasting effect in my opinion like it's gotten a little stale there's only so many times you could read the ticker and be like okay superstar x is unhappy superstar x is now forcing his way with superstar y um don't care about city fans whatever (laughs) who cares we're just (laughs) just gonna go bounce from team to team to team I don't know. It's definitely my most my most old guy opinion that I'm I'm leaning that way too. Yeah, I, I mean I didn't get there overnight. Like I I liked the excitement at first and then you know, you watch these games and then there's no it doesn't seem like there's there's not, it's too buddy buddy. There's not much intensity and I don't think there's much intensity because they don't really build up rivalries. Mm. Oh, actually, no. No, my most old guy opinion that I firmly hold is uh, there's too many uniforms in basketball, and I can't tell <laughs> who's playing just by looking at the screen. Uh, okay, well, I kind of like uniforms. So that, is I'm very, cool that. that is a very old guy thing to say. <laughs> no. yeah, just like, who, who's playing out there? No, sir. <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of. It is like that. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Nah, but yeah, not to say that that's just about the Nets and James Harden going there and everything, but but yeah, there's it's just the there's gonna be like three teams, even more so than like the old NBA, like a NBA of a couple years ago where only a handful of teams really had a shot to win. Now it's only like three teams. Yeah, it's it's just not exciting. I mean, it, it was obviously you know. As a lifelong Lakers fan, it was nice to see them win the championship. But uh, it it's not the same. You're right. It doesn't hold the same weight. I felt like when uh, when I was watching Kobe and Shaq, you know, play in the, in the league, and they had like, oh, I mean, Shaq was like one of the first guys to try and force his way out. No, I understand. But he did, yeah, but he did that early, and then he was with the Lakers for a while, and they, they you know they had those those beefs with the Trailblazers that were you know those that that was a, that was always tough games. Uh, the Kings and the Kings, and I, I, you know, even the you want to talk about the um, the Spurs, you know, coming up with uh, Duncan and uh, and Robinson, you know, in the in the in the late nineties, 
So yeah, uh, I mean, Spurs Lakers is great. Uh, Phoenix not being able to get over the hump when they had Amari and Steve Nash and yeah. all that stuff. There was Sean a bunch Harry. of like, yeah. there's a bunch of that. Like we can't get over the hump, but let's run it back. And that's like the sweetest victory. Dirk, I mean, still one of my favorite NBA championships ever was Dirk, yeah. the Dirk Nowitzki championship against the Heatles. Uh, and, and that's just somebody, you know, deserved it, it. It would kind of be like if Lillard won. Like that's who I'm rooting for the most are the Blazers. Because if Lillard wins one on the Blazers, it's like, yeah, this guy, you know, kept trying and trying and trying and finally persevered. Yeah. Yeah. I would want to see Lillard, Lillard get it on the on the Blazers. But, uh, yeah, right. it's just, yeah, it's weird. It's not, it's not something that doesn't hold the same luster anymore. Yeah, something seems to be missing in the NBA. I don't know what it is. I think it's rivalry. But what's good about that is that we're not a basketball podcast. We're a football podcast. So we're going to talk so about football. Talk about, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about a guy that's not forcing his way out of uh, a city unwarranted. He has a very good reason for it, uh, just, you know, just in case he lands uh, in New York. But uh, Deshaun Watson, like, I just saw a report where, like, over half the teams have contacted the Texans about um, about trading for him. That's got to be, like, up to, like, 24. There's really only, like, five or six teams that I can really think of that should not trade for him. We, you know, like, I know I, I'm going to bring it up because they're my team, but you know the Saints are, like, negative cap space. But Mickey Loomis will find a way oh, no, to make a trade for him. <laughs> He'll find a way to make a trade. Yeah, and with it. no draft capital and no draft space. <laughs> they'll do it somehow. They'll just push everyone's <laughs> contract back seven years. And they'll oh, just yeah. backload everything. <laughs> Talk about some, like, Wall Street Reddit <laughs> magic. Like, that guy has been doing something for a long time. Um, yeah, it's it's a team creative like that that will get them rather than, like, I always think about my Giants. They would never make a trade like this. You're right. Never in my hit. Like, I'm, I'm not anti-Giants, you know. They have a couple Super Bowls um, in my adult, well, in my childhood, not my adult life. But, uh they would never do something like this. Like the Giants don't believe in anything other than, you know, building through the draft the right way and sticking by your quarterback and doing all this. So yeah, like no forward passes, like you know, old school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. the Giants would only run the the wing option if it was still available. Like if, like they they couldn't get him anyway because nobody wants Daniel Jones. But if like it was Daniel Jones, the eleventh pick. And next year's first, uh, Gettleman would still be like, you know, it's just my quarterback, Daniel Jones. Looking looks good. You know, my it, quarterback. It, it takes it takes a team to win, not just one player. Yeah, he he wouldn't he wouldn't pull the trigger. It's they're like the most unimaginative team. The, I can't I still can't believe they're like the only team I've ever heard of who's just doesn't trade in the draft. Like no trade back, no trade forward. Like they, they, they don't do it. They, they would they refuse to do it. They have it's a just, guy they want. It doesn't matter where they are in the draft; they will pick that guy. <laughs> I say it's just lucky that all the guys they ever want to draft just magically fall to them, and they never have to worry about that. Yeah, because they're supposed to be picked around later. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, let's go. See, the Jets have the best offer, right? The best package. Yeah, they have four first-round picks in the next two years, and they have like nine picks this year, which is like crazy. I mean, it, I, I want to believe, but as a Jet fan just after the past decade, 11 years of uh, suffering, 
my my uh, my warning signs are are blinking right now. I'm mm-hmm. like something something's going wrong. Unless they really really like Justin Fields, then what's the what would be the possible holdup? Because that's the key for. I know the Texans are stupidly saying like, oh yeah, you know we really like uh, we really like. Um, well, I can't I can't even think about your fuck's name anymore. Uh, Darnold. 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 <laughs> so like that would be the center. It's like no 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 no. The center of the Jets trade is the second pick, so you could get Justin Fields. Yeah. Like if you're not in on Justin Fields, then you don't make the trade with the Jets. You do the Dolphins, who could give you, who have even more picks picks than the Jets, who have all of the Texans picks. The Texans picks. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. The thing is, if the it hinges on two things: do the Jets like Justin Fields or Trey Lance? Not Trey Lance. Um. Justin Wilson. What's the, the BYU guy? I always forget his name. Uh, do they like him a lot? And like as much as Zach you know, Wilson, the, Zach Wilson, that's right. The cap space uh, that Deshaun Watson would take up. And do the Texans like those two quarterbacks that much to, to actually like rebuild with them? Cause if they rebuild, if they trade Deshaun Watson, how many more years does JJ Watt have? Then they're just like, once he retires or goes away, they're just like a whatever franchise. They have no, like, no one to well, that like excites. Did, did I? I don't know if I saw that wrong, but somewhere, but to about JJ Watt what? might want out of Houston as well. So, dude, it. I mean, ever since the the Astros cheating scandal, Houston sports has uh has been ransacked. Um. Well, what about this for Houston? Um. Watson, you have three years left. You're playing, or you're not, or you're ruining your career. Nobody has the balls to do that anymore. No, you can't. You can't do that as a franchise. Or do you think that ruins your potential with every other player that might want to come to your team? That, but, but like you're I think not going to was... get anybody better. Like, sorry, Watson, you're, you want to get traded? Oh well, you signed a four-year, hundred fifty-six million dollar contract. Yeah. Uh, that's, you're you're not getting traded. It's not like anything's really changed that much. If anything, Bill O'Brien left, which should have like made you more excited. I mean, it probably did ultimate in the beginning, but I'm I'm assuming the that they just went and hired someone that didn't and not consulting him. I think that was all right. I mean, all right, I'm going to take the I'm going to take the old the man road. Usual, yeah, the uh, old man uh, side on this one. Like, do how many players get like GM like consulting privileges? LeBron, Michael Jordan, nobody in football. Yeah, I say like did even like not even Brady when he was with Belichick. Well, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like that. He never had to worry about that, but like, no, I, like, I get dude, it. Like, like Dan Marino and, ever and, like, and do and it, like talking about like a good quarterback that like the Peyton Manning. And I'm and I'm with you, but I think they were in a in a spot where they they could have made amends at that point where there was still, you know, he wasn't happy, but you could have been like, hey, look, we're gonna do this, and then sort of like squash the issue, but by I guess, just, I don't know. Him yeah, but then, like, even if you if you say, all right, say if he gives like a really bad recommendation, like he like he picks the guy that like you're least excited. About. I get it. I I I'm like, just... you, like, is there like any way to come back from that? If you say like you can, once you, if you say you can help us pick our GM, the player's gonna say, oh, they're letting me pick the GM. That's what they're hearing. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, I know. But look, at that point though, it's you know, like to Brian's point. You make a situation like this where you say, no, you're just playing, blah, blah, blah. Like, just, you know, this is your contract. It's, it's going to hurt you for future players because that's that's where we are in sports now. 
It's where we are in basketball, but we don't see too much of this in football. It's getting, the, it's getting the time there. we see it's demand a trade is a malcontent that the team doesn't really want anyway. Like it always happens with some like, uh, it, like a superstar or a wide receiver that the team is kind of like waffling on anyway. Actually, I'm gonna give them that big contract type thing, and they just kind of like, yeah, it's best that we both go our own ways. You have not seen this with a franchise cornerstone. I haven't. I don't. If you remember a franchise cornerstone doing this, I don't think it's happened. Mm, I mean, but I'm rooting for the Texans not to do. I love Deshaun Watson, but I know this slippery slope. <laughs> this is ten years ago in in the NBA. I don't. I don't want like. They're not gonna. They're not gonna keep them. They're gonna. They're gonna go for the. They're gonna go for the. Why not? They're gonna. Are they're you gonna, good? Because they're anyway, gonna go for the hole. Hard. They're gonna go for the hole. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like it's let's make a deal. Do you do you pick you know the the cash in my hand that you know is already cash, or are you going with the the the, the box? They want to know what's behind yeah. the box. Box the could be anything. See, it could be a box. Was, if it could be the show Watson. <laughs> if this was what two years ago, uh, the Kyler Murray draft, I'd say absolutely not. You're staying. Like, there's not. I'm not getting anything I want. It doesn't matter what you think. Like, you're staying. You have three years. You want to sit out for three years, then you're ruining your entire career. Um, but since it's this year's draft, then you're not really, like, uh, hurting yourself too much as the Texans. Because yeah. you, you could get fields and then three first-round picks, if that's what a team is willing to do. If some team offers, if the Jets offer their number two pick and then first rounds for the next three years, I just... I. I take that. Yeah. Darnold or no Darnold. I don't know what I need Darnold for. You wouldn't need Darnold. You don't need Darnold. Darnold, and that's Darnold actually like the Colts for like a third round pick or something. I actually ask, I would ask for the second, Quinn Williams, and another first. F that. I'm not giving up Quinn Williams. Especially well, that's what I would ask. If I'm yeah. the Texans, that's what I do. The second right. overall pick, Quinn Williams, and a first next year. Because who am I? Because like, you already know that Quentin Williams is a beast, so it's like, what? Yeah, why, yeah, yeah. why get like, you know, a lot of some sort of lottery ticket? One in the hand is better than two in the bush well, thing. Like, why do I want to think about some top pick that might be good two years from now when I'm like, oh, I've seen this guy; he's very good. Um, I'm just gonna say I wouldn't mind if the Sean Watson moved, but um, oh yeah, like any other draft, if this if there wasn't like besides the number one like best prospect of the past eight years there's also three other pretty solid qbs that apparently a lot of people like so if you're going to do it move on now and also the jamal adams thing i thought he was i thought they no way that they were going to get close to fair value for him after all the after all the uh bitching and moaning that he did but they got two first round picks yeah they did pretty well on that one for sure yeah, I mean Jamal Adams is so good though, but that's true. They did if you had to get something. Um, but if I'm the Jets, like if you rewind a year and you think like, oh wow, we had a chance, we we have a chance to get Adams. Like, I mean we have a chance to get Watson. Like I want a guy like Adams on my team. Mm. But yeah, he did a lot of bitching and moaning. I mean there you go. He is there's a guy there's a a pretty decent sized star that forced his way out. Yeah, yeah. see. It's already started. But, but it's already started. They, but it's not like, I mean, like even I guess even like the the Rockets, they got like eight first round picks or for four picks and four swaps. That's yeah, like, but basketball first round picks are a crapshoot. They yeah, mean nothing. Yeah. And unless you're getting a top pick, they mean absolutely nothing. Well, 
I mean, Nets that, might Nets might be left holding the bag in three years. They don't. They don't necessarily mean nothing, but they are very, like you said, literally they're lottery, volatile they're shit. lottery tickety. Yeah, like you don't know uh, anything. Anything below in fifteen football, is crazy. A first round pick is a starter. It's so rare that a first round pick's not a starter, unless you're the Giants, um, and then mm-hmm. like their last ten first round picks aren't good. But <laughs> besides that, <laughs> besides that, the first round pick is usually but, a starter. Yeah. In 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 basketball, it's top like top three, fifteen five. of the top twenty guys. <laughs> well, you don't know in basketball unless you have the top pick most years, not all years. Um, there's gonna there's gonna be like five guys out of the top twenty that are like, you know, not even all stars, but like good starters and above. Mm. Uh, so I don't really value. I don't know. I don't think tanking, unless there's a LeBron type person in basketball, works too much. And now the lottery is even more volatile. Oh yeah. Where you don't even get better odds if you're the worst team. Which is crazy. But I mean, whatever. I guess it stops from tanking. I don't know. But again, it we're not really stop the Knicks from tanking. We're, <laughs> we're not a basketball podcast, so let's move on to more football. Yeah. More so quarter. About, you, what about what about um, Jacksonville? Would you just do a one for one? Start over. Ooh, if I was Jacksonville, yeah. Wait. Yeah. Because like, look how like good like even uh, Keelan Cole, um, and uh, fuck, what's the other guy's name? Um, Chark. Chark did with fucking um, long neck, long neck Mike Lennon did. Yeah, and Minshew. Wait, but you're saying it's definitely not a good quarterback. So you tra- are you, tra- are you tra- you're training? You're saying train one for one, the first round pick for Watson, number one pick. Yeah. On- I wouldn't. You really trade? You would wait? You would not? You would trade away your shot at Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, but well, that's Sean what I'm who, John who said wins, yes. John said he would do it. I wouldn't do it. I like Watson, I yeah. Mean, but I mean, I no, I would. I I'd want to see Trevor Lawrence. I'm sorry. I understand. He, yeah. you, you never know what you're going to get. Of course, Watson had like 85 percent of his team's yardage last year that's because the rest of the team sucks exactly so look, but I, he put up amazing numbers yeah, that's, and look i don't care i i i, I, I like with like shit with shit receivers i like Stills as his number one i would do it because i think in a good situation watson is the third like the third best quarterback yeah. in the league probably um behind Mahomes and you know most <laughs> russell wilson times he had a weird end of the year though and Rodgers and, and Watson's in the conversation. He's just not as good as Mahomes. Uh, but I think I think that fan base is married to Trevor Lawrence right now. Is the problem? Like I think they're so blinded by and Trevor Lawrence could be fucking phenomenal. But I think they're just in. They're just like, no, we're Trevor Lawrence's team now. I would be. <laughs> yeah. I would be. Also, how did none of the New York sports radio stations talk about how? The Jacksonville Jaguars started Mike Lennon for almost half the season in 2020. They're all like, oh, all the fans are not really fans because they got mad when the Jets beat the Rams and everything. Like, no, we have good reason to be mad. <laughs> and then, they, But they never <laughs> talked about the Jaguars sitting out James Robinson for the last three games, playing Mike Lennon for like eight games. Like, that's crazy. Well, they don't care about the Jaguars. They're, they're New York sports talk radio. I mean, in this situation, they absolutely should. <laughs> I, I was I was young. I couldn't listen for a while because I was so mad. <laughs> anyway, um, 
Do you want to move on to some other quarterbacks that may be moving around the league? Sure. Do you want to just go around, Robin, and say your guess of where Watson is in the start of the season? Sure. sure. Dolphins. <laughs> Dolphins. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go New York. I'm gonna say he's gonna go to the Jets. Actually, no. You know what? I'm gonna go dark horse. Dark horse. Out of nowhere, I'm gonna go Carolina Panthers. Whoa. Jets have, Jets have the best package. They do. Tua looked so bad. Yeah, he didn't look like he didn't look Yeah, that, that was rough. Especially that last game when Patrick was hurt and there's no chance of him getting relieved. Yeah, man. Oof. That was, that was bad. Rough. That was bad. So, what are you going to do? Um, I'm still going to I'm, I'm going dark horse, though, Carolina. Do you want to move on to Stafford? I was thinking Stafford, next yeah. Biggest target. Yeah, where's he gonna go? Is he gonna go somewhere like the Colts? Is that gonna? I would be, say uh... he seems like a Colts quarterback. Right? They even put out the feelers. The Colts are like, we want a ready-made veteran. They put out the feelers. They were like, we want Stafford. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're pretty much said, we, if if the Eagles are gonna be this stubborn about Carson Wentz, we want Stafford. I mean, that's not a bad. I, I think that's a pretty good match, Stafford to the to the Colts. I mean, Rivers, you know, dead arm and all. Brought him to the the playoffs and uh, almost beat the Bills. So it's like, yeah, they got a good defense. Stafford's younger than than Rivers. Still has a strong arm. Um, yeah, that line Imagine... that line can help him stand. For sure. Imagine Stafford with a line, oh. so he not doesn't have broken ribs every year. And, and that's what people are forgetting is that last year he led the league in rushes, like getting hit and hurries and sacks and all this stuff. And every year he's either leading or in top five behind that Lions line. I don't know why the Lions hate Stafford, but they do. Um, yeah, I don't think, like I don't think it's just the Lions. The Lions are just, not a runner organization. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. He just always has a broken back. So, like, yeah, what if you put him behind Quentin Nelson and his back is not broken? I, mean, I, I don't know. I think he, I think he rocks that team if he's healthy. Yeah, you have a, you know, a young stud running back. You have uh, a couple young wide receivers on that team. Uh, you know, like that. He, I think he could flourish really well in the in oh, Indianapolis. I'm, I'm calling my shot. Jonathan Taylor is going to be a top five running back next year. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, mean, I, uh, I won't let him get out of the first rounds. Like, if I'm draft, oh. I had this conversation with Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, okay. I guess it wasn't that. No, no, not at all. I want no, 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 you have to talk I mean, to him. I was, to I was thinking no, no. maybe like second round. Oh, uh, see, I had a conversation with a couple people who were like, oh, yeah. He's being inflated a little too much. He's probably low second. I'm like, yeah, I'm not letting him get out of the first. Talk about inflated. Yeah, let all the guys draft David Montgomery. Talk about inflated piece of shit. <laughs> that That's the guy I want to watch get drafted in the first round before uh, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. It's amazing how much David Montgomery just shoved it down our throats, though. No, but, the last, it's, no, like, but it's so perfect. You Look at the, the ranked run defenses he went against. It was 32, no, 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 31, no, no, 30, no, 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 30, just, 29. Like, Perfect. Let that shit sink in, and he's gonna be fucking awful this season. It's can't. I can't wait for all the yeah. Montgomery fucking, uh, you know, apologists. They happening. I'm still not drafting him. Never. Melvin Gordon pulled a two-year Houdini on us, and it lasted exactly two years. I'm not, <laughs> I, it's not. It's not happening again. David Montgomery's good enough for a half a season Houdini. Yeah, that's Melvin it. Gordon had the talent for two-year Houdini, and now now he's done. Yep. Yeah, now he's he'll never be a top five round draft pick again, Melvin Gordon. Nope, nope. But yeah, no, Jonathan Taylor for sure not getting out of the first round. Um, if I'm near, if I'm in the back of that first round, there's no way. 
Uh, I would yeah, love to swing him and like another like I don't know, like an Chris Carson or like Austin Eckler in the high would, second. Yeah, Austin Eckler was sneaky good when he was healthy. when he was back. Yeah, what do you? What uh, now he's got Herbert. So I would love. Yeah, like I would a, love for his uh, value to drop. What do you think about like a James Robinson? I don't know. We're, we're getting away from it, but like James Robinson with Trevor Lawrence, like a, like a like. I, I still think. I mean, they're going to be a run heavy team no matter what, I, right? I, like, because like, I mean, unless Urban Meyer, like, I don't know what Urban Meyer's going to run in the pros. A, I mean, a James Robinson with more touchdowns sounds nice to me, but I also think like he doesn't have a pedigree, so a new coaching staff could upend the volume he was getting because he doesn't have that like, so. top-round pedigree where a yeah. new coaching staff could be like, well, this guy's really not as skilled as I... Maybe it was just a scheme or something. I'm a little nervous about James Robinson. Okay. I mean, um, we, have to, we have to wait for the training camp reports to come out. Like yeah, that. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think we do, John. To me, James Robinson is... T- uh, I target him top third. James Robinson or Dave Montgomery, go. Oh, James, James Robinson. Robinson. <laughs> like, all right. I'm just making sure. Just making sure we're all on the same page here. <laughs> Look, we're gonna rock the Montgomery hate until he does it for another full year, I'm and gonna, then I'll still rock it. But... I'm gonna I'm gonna get t-shirts made up. I'm gonna have no, Allison, gonna, I'm gonna yeah, have yeah, Allison yeah. Cricket them, and I'm gonna say it's gonna be like David Montgomery, like smoking mirrors or something like that. Like there's gonna be some <laughs> really some really good uh, some hate on David Montgomery. That's the word. That's the. No, that's not, obviously that, that's ever. not Doesn't the shirt. That's not the shirt. I'm just trying to like, say that his he was well, smoking like John mirrors. said, just dig deeper, hold the line, as yeah. have, everybody's been saying. Oh yeah, hey, you you will never change my mind. I'm just going to dig deeper and retrench my position. So yeah, <laughs> um, it's it's gonna because I'm gonna hate him even more for trying to make me look stupid if he's good, and it's it's just gonna get worse and yeah. uglier, and it's a feud that will never end. <laughs> um. Uh, Melvin, because I I soft I softened on Melvin Gordon for a second, and I knew I shouldn't have because then he sucked all over again. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I I know that I know this guy sucks. I knew it. Uh, Melvin Gordon. But um, anyway, now we're on running backs. Uh, wait, we gotta go back to quarterbacks, don't we? <laughs> so Stafford, if you put Stafford on the Colts, is Stafford a free agent? No, I think he needs to be traded. I want to check let's, that. Let's look at over the cap. No, I think it's in tra- uh, trade rumors. <laughs> I, spelled, if... I spelled stab gourd. <laughs> uh, the old Stafford. Yeah, no, it's it's trades. He's not a he's not a free agent. Okay, well, if you put him on the Colts, then I absolutely have no concerns about picking Jonathan Taylor in the first round. If, He's being linked to the 49ers. A yeah, I saw that. I the 49ers I have been linked to a lot of quarterbacks. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't see him going to San Fran. Um, I mean, not to say that wouldn't be a bad fit. Um, he's got a lot of weapons there. So, yeah, I, I like him there as well. So, I mean, I just don't like him on the Lions. <laughs> I wouldn't mind no, him. me neither. I wouldn't I mean, mind him in black I mean, and we, gold. I mean, that's I'll take him. I'll take Stafford on the New Orleans. We also know L.A. wants to get rid of golf if they can. Who knows if they can? They'd like to dump him. So there's a lot. There could be a lot of QB carouseling. Maybe if the Jets um, miss out on Watson, they can go after golf, and then they'll have. Uh, unfortunately, my team is a hundred percent sold on the only quarterback in the NFL to start 
the entire well 14 games and not throw for 300 yards the entire season hmm. a guy who only threw for nine touchdowns um daniel jones so that's nice i have to you know watch the giants be loyal to him for probably another three years as he you know that, cements himself as a terrible quarterback that was a terrible call early before the season on my part saying that daniel jones was going to take a step forward this year man but i think we were all saying it. big so. step back big step back you yep. looked awful i read some like some you know classic new york because for some reason the media is obsessed with this guy like the New York sports media doesn't want to talk bad about him. And there's some piece that was like, was Jones really as bad as we, as everybody thinks? And it's like, sure. He only threw for nine touchdowns. Sure. He didn't have a 300 yard game. Sure. He had twice fumbles. as many fumbles and interceptions as he did touchdowns like combined. Sure. All of this, but if you dig deeper and it was coming up with these like wildly stupid stats, like, his, you know, pocket time if he goes to the left and his, you know, pressure count when he's on third down and long. But like three the thirty stuff. and forty yard line of his own uh on his own yeah, field, he's like, he's ninety four percent completion percentage. Yeah, it's like anybody could cherry pick a, a really stupid stat and be like, Look, he leads the league in this and look, his team was bad. They were last in the league of this. Uh, it's like sure, but I also have eyeballs and like we can see what's going on. Come on. Yeah, we can see it. So, there's going to be a big QB carousel. Do you think Derek uh, Carr stays with his team? I think so. I mean, I think John Gruden, they, they have a love-hate relationship, I feel like. Like, he does good. Like, he's had, he had his moments. Like, he's not, like, awful. Like, he's just, like, perfectly mediocre. Yeah. I, I think he'll stay there. I don't think, I, I don't think he's... I don't think he's going anywhere. That's my dark horse of um, a, a QB change. That's my dark horse for a guy like uh, Matt Ryan or something. I mean, Matt Ryan, ah, man, he goes, that's a big dip in, in quality of receivers. I'll tell you that from what he has now. Like, I don't know if that's good for him. <laughs> I mean, uh, it won't be. He won't be good. <laughs> that's not a. That's not a. I'd rather just stick with Derek Carr at that point. I mean, <laughs> I mean, look, Matt Ryan's you know on the but thirty five now or something like that or some crazy. Yeah, he's out there. It's Derek Carr still in his twenties. Some. Um, I mean, Matt Ryan's better than Derek Carr. I understand that, but I mean, you gonna, you gonna, gonna you, be how much you gonna pay win. Matt? How much you gonna pay Matt Ryan to be mediocre? You know, I mean, they're pay, aren't they paying Derek Carr? But what money, anyways? I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't think you even have to pay Matt Ryan that much. Like, too, too much. I mean, what's, I don't know what else, what left is on his contract. There's all these teams that are just unhappy with their quarterback that's probably better than like 20 other quarterbacks, but they still don't like it. Like, Matt Stafford's a good quarterback, but the team, but like the Lions are unhappy because they've never won with him. And they don't yeah. want to look within and see that, like, you know, they're terrible roster builders. Um, Matt Ryan has always been pretty solid, but, like, that defense has been a disaster for the last five years. Yeah, and, like, the great, one of the greatest wide receivers, of, wide receivers of all time just up and retires really early because, he, because the Lions are terrible. And uh, Stafford loses Calvin Johnson. So it's like, I mean, you, you have the roster sometimes, but, you know, you can't blame Stafford. Like, it's not Stafford's fault that they're bad. 
No, yeah. Is he good enough? Is he Peyton Manning? Is he good enough to transcend a terrible roster? Or even fucking Russell Wilson good enough to transcend a terrible roster? No, but there's not many of those guys out there. Yeah, exactly. And I'll tell you, Matt Ryan's not one of them, so I wouldn't count the uh, the Raiders no. looking good with uh, Matt Ryan. But I like Stafford. I really do like Stafford. On, on I really would like to see him somewhere like the Colts, going back to that. And I, yeah. I, I think Derek Carr is going to stay with the, the Raiders. I don't think. I mean, I, honestly, I don't care, to be honest, I guess. <laughs> I really don't <laughs> give a shit. Um, I don't know who the Ra- who, who would the who would the um, the Falcons would they draft a quarterback? You think, or would they trade for like someone if they get rid of Ryan? Would it be old Swaparoo? Would they get Derek Carr? <laughs> well, that's the thing is a- after Fields, you have Zach Wilson, Trey Lance of North Dakota, um, two two guys who are they you have, know they have in, the fourth pick, don't they? Yeah, and those two guys are in top ten in a lot of mocks. So, like, you still have these two guys that you could draft. Um, Then you have a guy like Jalen Hurts. If the Eagles look like they're all in on Wentz, like, are they really going to keep both of those quarterbacks and make the city, like, breathe down Wentz's neck the entire season? (laughs) Like, Yeah, that's... Like, that would be a terrible strategy to keep them both if they're the Eagles. If I'm the Eagles, I'm like, do I really want the city to break Carson Wentz? Maybe and go through that all over again. <laughs> they are pretty sadistic over there, so maybe who knows? Um, yeah, that's... but yeah, no, that could be something like a Jalen Hurts to the the Falcons. Uh, but again, fourth pick, so maybe they just draft a quarterback and they just roll with him. And uh, I don't know. I think it's it's a very it's, it, this is a pretty interesting offseason when it comes to quarterbacks. A lot of teams are looking, like you said, to get rid of their their guy. I mean, Garoppolo. Who knows what's happening there? Goff. Who knows? Goff. Yeah. Patriots need a quarterback Patriots, really badly. Patriots need a quarterback. Who knows what's going to happen with Cam Newton? Where, where's Cam Newton going? Nowhere. <laughs> I mean, he'll, he'll end up somewhere. He's not going to be like not playing. I mean, if like, if, if he wants to be a backup, sure. I, yeah, I guess. I mean, maybe he's he, not getting a starting job next year. No, I don't think so. But I mean, he I, could be like a Robert Griffin. Oh man, that's that. that that's kind of sad. Like, talking, <laughs> I know. I just don't even want to. <laughs> Talk about a fall from grace. Um, I mean, I could I could see a team with a mobile quarterback wanting him as their backup. Yeah, that's to true. run a similar style if their quarterback gets out, gets injured. I'm interested to see what happens with him because I think he still thinks that he is a starting quarterback. Um, well, he's not. I know he's not. I know. He's but not. but the Patriots did have the worst weapons of any team in football. Again, <laughs> but then but but. Nobody's throwing motion looked worse in football than Cam Newton. Oh my god, he looked like he was throwing a medicine ball. (laughs) So Uh, that's pretty funny. um, I'm surprised like every ball didn't go just five yards (laughs) and then stick in the ground. And how many teams? How many games that team still win? Like seven. That's insane. There's like ten of its defenders opted out. Yeah. They had a guy. They had no weapons and a guy that looked like he couldn't throw the ball, and they still win seven games. Probably his best coaching job. And they would still be first place in the NFC East. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they would have swept the NFC East. Uh, that's very sad. Very sad. Oh, man. Um, Is that, you know, Dak, are we, do you think if, if Dak comes back healthy, Dallas is just going to... Well, no, they can't ever get their defense together. Never mind. Let's stick it to the quarterbacks. 
I mean, yeah. Is Dak going to get the contract? Is is, is like Elliot uh, gone? Oof. Is they can get someone that, to get Elliot? Well, that's gonna... that, that's going to be sneaky. One of the worst contracts in football, possibly next year, but very soon. What Elliot? Yeah. Well, we already talked about it when he got the contract. We all said it was the, a terrible contract for the Cowboys. It was the wrong. Yeah, person that's to pay. right out there with Gurley and Goff. I can't believe the Rams gave away all of these. Like they have two of the worst con, probably the two worst contracts in football until the Elliott one. Yeah, and now poor Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey are stuck there with a team that is not going to be good for the next few years. I can't believe that the Rams were talking about having an open competition between Goff and Walford. I don't know who that says more about. I mean, I think it says more about Goff being terrible. Even even though they talk. They were like, oh, yeah, we like Walford. Yeah, well, you know, just don't lie to us. Just, <laughs> we, we know the real situation. Tell the truth. You, you know golf is bad. <laughs> um, yeah, anyone yeah, else? Is... Oh, so, wait, so Dak, we think he's going to get a big contract finally? You think, like, Jerry Jones finally sees the fact that he needs Dak Prescott? I don't see how they can't pay him. Right? Yeah. After what, what happened. You look like the team that's going to run away with the East, and he goes down, and all of a sudden, that was it. Season was over, like completely over. What What about Teddy? He's probably gone, right? With the Carolina having the eighth pick, you you would think they probably well, that team is primed to take a flyer on either Zach Wilson or Trey Lance. Yeah, that uh, that experiment, I knew it, and I, I was hoping that he, that he would do well, um, but I just never saw him being that guy. They paid him like twenty something million, right? It was uh. Well, it was just one, yeah, yeah. But still, 20-something million, I mean, that's, you know, thankfully, he, it's only that, you know, the short. He was, he was good at covering for, like, the first half of the season. He would just, they would just play, but he would just throw it to nobody. Like, like I mean, like, by nobody, I mean nobody on his team, and there were, like, three defenders there. It was just, just bad decision. Very, very poor decision making. But, uh, yeah, now they're moving on with him, and he'll be a backup somewhere. I mean, he'll be the starter for the Rams. Who knows? <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, there's just just looking at the top ten. I, I mean, obviously Jacksonville and the Jets need quarterbacks. I mean, I don't know what the Dolphins do if they don't make a trade. Do they stick with Tua or do they just roll the dice? I'm sure they stick with Tua. They, yeah, they, I don't think they would. I think they'll stick with him for one more year. I think their whole thing is that he was hurt early on. He didn't yeah. even have a preseason. He just they threw him in, and you know, I I think the, that that that'll be the excuse. To yeah. give him one more year. But if if the Falcons decide to go line offensive linemen, which you know there's this draft has a couple stacked offensive linemen, or uh, whoever the best defensive player is, uh, maybe that guy from Notre Dame. Um, if they don't go quarterback, then Cincy it won't. The Eagles probably won't. So you have Detroit, Carolina, and Denver. You know, if I'm Denver, and there's a tall white guy available, and there's the tall white guy available, which would be you know Zach Wilson. There you go. No, six three. He's not tall enough. <laughs> Trey Lance. No, he's only six two. Damn. There's not a tall enough white guy. There's no six five guy. Um, How dare you? So that's rough. So they can't draft a quarterback this year. Um, <laughs> but you know why not move on from Locke? Uh, and then it's Dallas, and then it's the Giants, and again. If I'm the Giants and Zach Wilson or not gonna have Trey Lance are still there, you you draft them. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen, but it's it's gonna get me frustrated. 
I I will. I you know they're gonna go offensive linemen. I'm just gonna like I'm preparing myself. Right now. <laughs> They're going to be like, you know, we just didn't do enough in the last three drafts only drafting offensive linemen. We we have to do it again. We missed on our last one. We have to do it again. <laughs> well, you're, bas- you're basically getting a uh, an offensive lineman in uh, uh, what's-his-face back that sat out. Um, the guy from the Patriots that has the biggest contract ever. The left tackle. No, oh, well, I can't think of his name. I know, I can't oh, yeah, yeah. Nate Soldier. Nate Soldier, Soldier yeah. That's true. He's, We're getting crappy Nate Soldier back. So that's like that's basically like a top two pick right there. That was a that was a good contract, right? <laughs> anyway, I guess <laughs> I guess if they don't do that, I'm just you know I know they need so much, so I'll I'm just rooting for the flashiest thing. Like, is Devonta Smith still there, there or is or is um, Jamar Chase still there? Like a, I don't really guy. want Kyle Pitts because I'm not I'm not a big fan of tight ends in the top ten, I was gonna, in the top fifteen. I was gonna say you have the best t- tight end duo in the NFL with Ingram oh, and Pitts. Oh. <laughs> Ingram better not be on the team. It doesn't, it doesn't He's really. Pro matter. Bowler though, bro. Pro Bowler. How the fuck did he make the Pro Bowl? That doesn't that baffles the shit out of me. It was probably a LARP. It was oh. a goof. They did it as a goof. It's, oh my god! Like. How does he? I would have rather. I don't even know. I wouldn't vote for him. I would vote for a backup. I would vote for Jimmy Graham. I mean, he was the worst player <laughs> in the NFL last year. But no. But if you look at the stats when they're on third down and twelve, <laughs> and <laughs> Daniel Jones throws him a three-yard pass, he catches it eighty-five percent of the time. So solid, solid stats. Fucking I've stats. never hated a a player of a team I root for more. Not in the history of my my fan. He's my most hated between Yankees, Knicks, and Giants. He's my most hated person. I can't stand him. I hated Derrick Rose when he was on the Knicks, but that was only for like, you know, a three quarters of a season. So it didn't get to grow. Uh, Derrick Rose, that point. And now was... they're talking about trading for him. It's like, why? Come on, get him out of here. Wait, trading for Derrick? Wait, what? Yeah, because Thibodeau is a fan of him. Oh, he's obsessed with him. I don't get why. I mean, I get, I get why to, I get why because it's Thibodeau, but they should just play quickly more. He's, yeah, he, he's awesome every time he plays. All right, let's go back to football. I think we <laughs> gotta stop doing basketball. So are we? Are we done with quarterback? Do you think Jalen Hurts is gonna be traded somewhere? That's my last one. If, uh, if that would be hilarious if Wentz just pulls a power play, and that was the reason why Doug Peterson was like, "All right, fine, just fire me. I don't want to. I don't want to be with this quarterback anymore." <laughs> I would love, honestly. Apparently, the 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 Philadelphia Eagles segments were somewhat popular uh, amongst people. So I would enjoy having them both on the team next year, just to see the calamity that ensues, and that every week we're gonna have some sort of Philadelphia Eagle talk because I, I just find it fun. We threw fun. so much shade at the Eagles, <laughs> um, and it was very warranted. It was. Has a backup quarterback ever had this much power in an organization before? Like Wentz, like getting a coach fired and getting the like getting the assistant of his favorite coach to be the head coach there. Like no backup quarterback has ever had this much power before. This is amazing. It's Good like for he, Wentz. it's like he took the Eagles to the Super Bowl and not Nick Foles. <laughs> <laughs> 
Will, will Nick Foles be available? Um, because yeah, Trubisky is probably going to get a, a big contract. <laughs> the, the greatest thing that could happen this NFL season, and bar none, there's, not, there's nothing that could even be better, is a, three te- a three-head QB competition between Nick Foles, <laughs> Carson Wentz, and Jerry Hurts on the Eagles. Bar oh my none. God. I, there I, would I, be nothing better. You get, we have to tune into Philadelphia Sports Radio every day just to just to hear the 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 people yell about it. And you know. you know during that that three headed competition that Nick Foles would look like a fucking Hall of Famer. Like he would come out balling, and he would somehow win that job. He, yeah, so he, you would have like um, the stat nerds would be all for Wentz, like the analytical guys. Um, the young fans would be all for Jalen. And everybody else would be for Nick Foles, just to like give him his props for the Super Bowl. Yes, and Nick I'd... Foles gets magical powers once he cor- crosses like the Schuylkill River or whatever, however you pronounce it. Schuylkill, yeah. Schuylkill. And he's just like the magical trash-filled waters. I tipped a canoe in the Schuylkill River. Oh that was God! Fun. You gotta have a test after. <laughs> it was a fun canoe trip, though. Um, there's this little like. Uh, canoe rental place on the Schuylkill and it has like this outdoor deck bar nice. um so rent to canoes you do i don't know it was probably like a five mile lap and did the bar after and the the best thing ever was it was hot as hell so it was nice that we tipped uh mm. besides my dog who was trapped under the canoe for for a split second and freaked everybody out uh so we're sitting on the deck, and the guy comes out, and he's like, you guys want the fish bowls? And we're like, uh, yeah, if you have fish bowls here. He's like, yeah, all right, bro, good, because <laughs> I do them dirty. And that was all the cell we need, and oh, did he do them dirty. These things were rough, man, in a good way, in the best possible way. Nice. We were, yeah, we were done, especially after, like, two hours of exercise. Oh, uh, yeah. They probably tasted delicious. For the perfect so I, I I'm sorry for the listeners. I don't have the name of the place. I wish I could remember, but if uh, you know, if, if everyone knows the name of the bartender that does the fish bowls dirty, please. <laughs> yeah, he's a great guy. And if some if a friend ever asks you if you want to do a canoe trip on the Schuylkill, just say yes. It's a good time. <laughs> and look for the weird bartender who gets dirty the, the dirtiest drinks. All right, let's not call him weird. He's a pretty chill, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the way he said it, or the way you made him say it, sounded make him weird. I don't know. Anyway, so, yeah. So that's the best outcome for 2021 football, right? Yes, for 100%, sure. Just for the discourse. Yeah, we want to see that. <laughs> and we'd open the podcast with it every single week. And you know, each quarterback would get at least two games this season. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that each would start at least two games. Oh, 100%. They would just be so confused. They wouldn't know what to do. And it wouldn't be consecutive games either. They wouldn't know what the fuck to do. No, they do like a rotation. Like, all right, once you get one, four, eight. <laughs> they, know, they just pick numbers out of a hat. That's, that's the games they get to start. That's it. Fucking Eagles. Or, yeah, or just go by whatever, like, Eagles Twitter is saying. Like, oh, the fans seem to be on this guy's side. Let's, uh, let's, let's throw him in there. Let's put, oh, well, yeah, just like Twitter let's, votes. Let's put to a vote, exactly. Like a Twitter yeah, vote. yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Eagles. I'm sorry for you guys. Um, all right. We can move on from quarterbacks. What do we got next up? Are we just going straight Super Bowl or we got a. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much the only other thing to talk about in the football world Super right now. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. 
I'm excited. Yeah. So, uh, excited? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited. Pretty excited. Doing dry January, so that's I'm waiting for my oh. first drink to be February. Uh, to oh, be wow. Super Bowl, so. wow. We tried. We got uh, oh, about 10 days in. Wow. I mean, I've cut back. I don't. I only drink like three days a week. I was doing. Every, <laughs> I was doing every day, so that's a big cutback. You know, seven days a week. Now I'm down to three. Yeah. So, in the months of November and December, I found myself drinking five days a week or so, and I think I gained like ten pounds. Uh, uh, yeah. December was a bad month for that. Mm-hmm. So it was all about weight. It had nothing to do with my passion for alcohol. It was 100% weights. Now I'm just trying to pick one day a week where I drink and then a second day a week where I have maybe like a glass of wine or two, like mm. two glasses of wine. So I don't really count that as drinking, nah. like two glasses of wine. But I'll pick one day where I like, this is going to be my drinking day. I'm going to get a good drunk on. <laughs> yeah, I mean like Saturday is usually when I drink. So like the most I'd say. So it would be maybe like, Friday, have a couple of drinks, and then one day during the week, I'll have a glass of wine or something like that. That's about it. That's all I do. I'm trying to be good. Look at us. Growing up. I know. Right after I got a nice keg, too. Really smart of me. Good job, idiot. <laughs> as soon as I put the pounds off, I'm going right back. I Yeah. I mean, that's not a bad idea, I guess. You know? It's good, good just, for the body. Lose weight, gain weight. Lose weight, gain weight. <laughs> yeah, you got Because I was down to... I was down like 15 pounds during the pandemic, the first start of it, because that's when everybody was working from home. And I was like taking my dog for like, you know, two hours of walks every single day Oh yeah. and eating healthy and drinking vodka tonics. Um, <laughs> well, that was tough, too, because it's cold and you don't even want to be outside anymore. Like, like I don't know if that that, know. that, that affects me because I don't want to walk my dog as long because I'm fucking freezing. So like. You know, when it was nice out, we'd go way longer walks, do way more exercise. But the cold has kept me inside. So I think that's part of it, too, with the feeling unhealthy. No exercise. But we're all drinking during the Super Bowl. So. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, also... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm planning my... Do I want Marks? Do I want mixed drinks? Do I just go a couple beers, then mixed drinks? My, um... I got I got a globe filled with whiskey in it that I haven't used yet. Oh, hey, nice. Nice. I use it a lot, but I have one. That was a well, not like a globe bar. Like you put the whiskey in the glass globe, and like you pour it from the globe. Yeah, it's called a decanter. Yeah, I have that. Oh. <laughs> have pir- all right, all right, fine. All right. Does yours have a pirate ship in it? Yes, it does. Oh, we yeah, got. So we probably have the oh, same one. Yeah, we we got them that for does Christmas. It, does it have a two cups on this, two glasses on the side with a the, like a, a map on it? Oh no. Ooh, oh, John okay. got a little bit of a uh, deluxe. Uh, well, whoever got me that get me with the cups, so screw you. Uh-oh. Um, but no, of course. I mean, look, got to drink on the Super Bowl, that's for sure. Um, my my uh, my one uh, – I'm always excited for the Super Bowl, always. I will say the one thing I'm not – I'm a little upset about this year is that every year we go to Atlantic City and we come back for the Super Bowl, and we're not doing it this year. So that sort of ruins that – early part of the weekend and something to look forward to on a Friday and this what would be this Friday and Saturday night. So a little upset about that. Um, but I'll make up for it cause I'm getting some big corned beef pastrami sandwiches as usual. Oh, hell yeah. To fill my oh, belly. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for those. I wonder how Super Bowl parties are going to be. Are people going to let their freak flag fly or they're going to be all, uh, you know, that'll be a mixed bag. There's a, there's a panorama going on. There's a, Nah, it's, it's mixed there's bag. A, there's Come a on. panini out there. You can't be hanging out. 
some people will have the big parties. Some people will. I mean, look, when you're in warm climates, it's nice because you get to sit outside. Um, for us assholes in the Northeast, it's cold, so we have uh, limited options yeah. here. Oh, Florida's going to be rocking. No, oh, I mean, Florida's always rocking. For the Super Bowl. They don't have it. That was really fun. We're actually, because we, we recently decided not to do our honeymoon after the wedding because it's like, we're not just not going to pay all this money to go somewhere with restrictions. I'm not wearing a mask on a honeymoon. I don't care. Like, I'm yeah, trying to relax. Yeah, so true. I might as well just not waste the money and put it off. And the person, the, the person we were working with, the travel agent, was like, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's a good choice. And I was like, well, have you, do you have any clients that are going away? She's like, yeah, people are going away. But, you know, they could afford, they, like, go away a lot. So it's like you afford vacation. And I was like, is there anywhere people are going that's, like, you know, relatively normal? And she's like, honestly, this side of, like, the hemisphere, the only place you could go where people where there's no rules is Florida. And I was like, that's <laughs> That makes sense. He's like, yeah, if you want to go to a place with no rules, go to Florida. I was like, that's not a bad idea. So we might just like do Key West for like four days, like a mini. No, that's not a bad honeymoon. idea. I heard Key West yeah, is she, gorgeous. Yeah, I heard so too. And she already got it through work, and I got it with her. So like, you know, you can still you follow all the rules, still get it. I'm not. We'll we'll get tested when we come back, or we'll pro- we might have the vaccine by then. But like, once I get the vaccine, I'm letting my freak flag fly. Like after <laughs> ten days. I'm not listening to that. Now those articles are creeping out. Like, even if you get the vaccine, you should still, like, you know, socially distance. And it's like, how about even you suck my dick? Because <laughs> you told me for a year that, you know. Yeah, what's the point of the vaccine? The la- yeah, the last the last straw is the vaccine, you've been telling me. Like, it's been, you know, hold out until the vaccine. So you don't even, I don't want to hear it. If anybody, any, like, government tries to say, you know. I know you have the vaccine, but you still have to take these precautions. It's like, you know. I'm no. carrying my vaccine card with me. And yeah. <laughs> I got a vaccine, bro. I'm, I'm yeah, good. somebody's like, where's your mask? I was like, yeah, you know. It's, it's in my body. It's in my body. <laughs> yeah. See this immunity. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I, I'm going to be. I, my second shot is coming up next week. Oh, that's awesome. Or a week and a half. Yeah, me too. And, On the fourth. Uh, um, for St. Patrick's house, like, Laura. I'm I'm going to go out to a bar. I'm going. I'm getting some some Guinness, some fish and chips, and I'm going to enjoy myself at a bar. We've like, been going. Be inside. I I lost. I've not been inside a bar. Oh, we've been inside a lot of places. Almost <laughs> weekly. We've been going out a lot. Yeah, I haven't been <laughs> in a bar. Jesus, when was the last time in a bar? South Jersey's so much different. I every friend I have in North Jersey is like it has the same, like you know. I just haven't like. And I know I can indoor dine, but I haven't done it. And down here, it's like nobody even thinks about it. I mean, it's safe as shit. You I mean, know, nah, I don't know anybody who's gotten it from indoor dining. We um around us, I we were we were we just passing some place tonight, and like the the parking lots were jam packed. Like people are people are going out. Like oh, dude, don't. I, I, I oh Miller's Ale House. It was Miller's Ale House on uh, Route One. Slammed. A, it was slammed. I drove by uh, the Garwood Rest, which normally has three cars in it. It had 20 cars in it. It made no sense at all. Like, Garwood Rest was like the, the, the – Yeah, exactly. But it was the worst camouflage speakeasy because it's on the corner of a main road. But Well, you, you could tell before you even walk in or even as you're walking in. I've only felt uncomfortable once since going out, and that was at the Green Knoll in um, Bridgewater uh, because right away I felt uncomfortable. We were going – because we went out to eat. And they did it very nice where it was like, 
you know, you didn't even feel like you were close to anybody. Um, and then after we went for a nightcap at the Green Knoll, and we get there, and the ba- there's a bouncer outside, and he's like, I guess you got to fucking put your mask on before you walk in because we got yelled at, but I don't really give a shit. <laughs> and you get in there, and everyone's sitting around the bar. Like, no, like, couple bar seats, couple bar seats here. It's just, like, the bar's packed. Like, it's just nobody gives a fuck. Everybody, like, there's – and I was like, oh, it's one of these places. All right. Maybe I don't feel too comfortable with this. <laughs> yeah, it's but, like a catch-22. The places that would take it seriously and you feel comfortable with, probably you wouldn't think of going to because there's, like, no one there. And the places that don't take it seriously and probably have a great chance of catching it are packed. So you're like, oh, this place is open for sure. I've found 99% of places do a really good job, and I have not felt uncomfortable. 90, that's the one. We've been to maybe 30, 40 restaurants since doing this. I mean, like you said, we go out like once a week or so. Um, and I have not felt uncomfortable at all, anywhere. It's because everyone's spaced out. And like, I, I'm, if I'm going to, if I was going to catch it, which I, I mean, I already did, it was with D through work, or it was going to be hanging out with friends all night in a house, like sitting next to each other on a couch. Yeah. yeah. It's, not going to be for the 45 minutes I'm sitting at a table in a restaurant with D. Uh, I don't know. To be honest, whatever. I, I, I don't, whatever. I'm getting my, my second <laughs> vaccine dose on the fourth, so I'm happy. Yeah, look at you, healthcare fucks. Hell yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to have to wait till like May. Nah, I got this shit quick. I was so, I was, I was, I was unexpected, but it was nice. It was nice to be able to get it and walk in, boom, walk out. That's it. Nice and simple. All right, so we're talking about Super Florida. Super Bowl, Super Bowl. <laughs> we'll never get to the Super Bowl. Fuck the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's crazy that the Buccaneers, though, are the first team to to play in the Super Bowl uh, that they're hosting, just considering their uh, team history of sucking and only having won, like, five playoff games in their entire history besides this year. Yeah, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty shit. Uh, it does, I mean, it's Florida, so it doesn't matter. I was going to say, like, Oh, it sucks because, you know, COVID restrictions. But it's Florida, so there are no COVID restrictions. So that will be 100,000 people <laughs> there. If, if anything, they will try and pack more people into the stadium. Well, aren't they doing the healthcare worker thing? Yeah, that's that's right. That's true. Yeah, they're doing like like 30% or 25%, 30% capacity, I think. And they're all going to be vaccinated, right? Because aren't they like – well, I'm sure there will be some rich people too that aren't healthcare workers. <laughs> oh, there's definitely going to be some you know they'll figure but they're probably vaccinated it's florida they'll govern the dentists will be like figure it out they'll, they'll find out a way to get more people into that stadium <laughs> well it's not him that he already tells the stadiums they could do full capacity it's the teams that are like all right governor i know you're saying <laughs> it but i don't know if we should be doing this. It's like okay well i think you, you should <laughs> yeah if you want it's there it's available you can do whatever you want um <laughs> wink, wink. Him, he's he, He's zigging while everyone's zagging. <laughs> he has zagged a long fucking way. A long time ago, he started zagging. Yeah, you the know. funny thing, I mean, their numbers are really no different than anybody else's. Although, every, you know, everyone's going to say, like, well, they're fudging them. I mean... It's like, well, their numbers are just no different, so whatever. He just, I just think he's a lunatic. <laughs> I just think he's an absolute lunatic. I mean, to, I mean... To, uh, to become governor of Florida, it's like I guess you have lunatic, to be a lunatic. Who's the biggest lunatic in the state yeah. of Florida? Your governor. <laughs> you kind of have to be a lunatic, but do you think they like him? They like that. Like they probably like it. Of course they like it. They're from Florida. <laughs> <It's> Florida. <laughs> they, 
he he fits the Florida mold. It makes sense for them down there. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of like him. I, uh, I like the cut of his jib. I don't know. I think he's a stick lunatic. But again, that's a, <laughs> that's, a, that's Florida. Can we just talk about football? To be honest, <laughs> I'll, I'll agree with him on that. There's like the past few days, I've agreed with like five people I thought I would never agree with and who like I usually hate. But they, it's like the Onion articles. Like the worst person, worst person you know makes a great point. Wow, he's got a 64% approval rating. That's not too yeah, bad. I'm surprised it actually wouldn't be higher in Florida. <laughs> I mean, that's not bad. He's got 46 approval rating with Democrats. Like, that's not too bad um, for, you know. Florida, De- Florida Democrats. They're, they're also weird. <laughs> I mean, everybody's weird in Florida. I, I'll, I'll say it. I like the cut of his jib. I'm rooting for him. I like I like people who will uh, zig when everybody dies. <laughs> I know it's I know it's you know public health. <laughs> I'm just in my head watching him zig and everyone zag. It's just so it's just I don't know why in my head it just looks so funny. <laughs> Can we talk about the Super Bowl, please? <laughs> well, I mean we're talking about Florida. We're kind of talking about the Super Bowl. Can we actually talk about the Super Bowl, like the actual thing, the the game, the what we're you know who's gonna win prop bets? Let's get something talking about. Oh, here. that thing. You know, Something. the Super Bowl is just about as much pomp and circumstance as it is the actual game. Of course. I mean... What it, about the uh, halftime show? What are you thinking about that? Who's, who's doing it again? <laughs> I thought it was the weekend, but then it's it is, like... All, it is the weekend, yeah. Is it someone else, they, though? Now they dump, like, seven more people with it. It's never what? one person now. Because, like, you can't have, like... like Again, I, I'll still say it. Maybe I'm an old person again. But Prince was the best halftime show the last good halftime show, in my opinion, was Prince. That's your most old guy opinion. I don't think that that's an old guy opinion because Prince whoops ass no matter who you are. I feel like, um, you know, what? I I'm thought gonna... Bruno Mars's was really good. His first one, Bruno Mars was fantastic. Um, I mean, the J Lo Shakira was like pretty good for all the booty eh, shaking. Was that right? I just don't. I don't. I guess I don't get Prince. Huh, obvious. Like I can understand why. Like <laughs> I, I can understand why. Like he's like a. I I can see he's a really good musician or was a really good musician and like all that stuff. I just don't get it. I think. I mean, he shreds a mean guitar. Yeah, he does shred. I, I, I get that. Like he's and great I guitars love, and everything. I, I just love don't, shredders. His songs, though. I just. I don't think I like fully understand like the Prince allure. Like I get it's like a it's like a whole thing besides like his music, it's a whole persona and everything. Yeah, he's one of the ultimate stick men. Like he used to just bang everything. Stick his dick uh, in everything. He uh I mean Kiss is Kiss and Purple Rain are two like just phenomenal songs. I, I grew just... up with Prince. My mom was a huge Prince fan, so you know, I listened to a lot of that when I was younger, and it's just it's embedded in my head, and I just, I love it. He's just a cool cat, John. No, no, no. I, I I get the the persona and everything. It's just his music. I don't think like lives up to it. I don't know. I think you're wrong. Um, and I, you I need think to, you have there's to no wrong or right in music. To more, that's Because I used to think like, what's the what's the big deal about Prince? Um, until I listened to more, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, he's he's really talented. Um. You know, I felt I had the same thing. I had the same thing with Bowie in a different way. Where when I was younger, I didn't know the amount of songs that were Bowie because his style changed so often mm. that I was like, "Is Bowie really that good?" When I this was when I was like in high school, and then, you know, when 
because you're stupid when you're in high school. And then when I became yeah, like an, an adult yeah. and I learned more music, I was like, wait, that song's Bowie and that song's Bowie and that song's Bowie. And it's like, yeah, okay, he's phenomenal. He's really talented, yes. Yeah. Love Bowie. Love Bowie. But you got to rewatch that, that halftime show, John. I'm just saying. Rewatch it. Okay. And Rob, you really should. It was an amazing halftime show. You Rob, also can't discount the halftime show where Janet Jackson sh- showed her booby. No, you can't. I mean, I don't think we'll ever forget that, that halftime show. Ever. That Can was... we get maybe we get some dick in this halftime show? <laughs> we it, it, it's been too long. It's since been, since say, gotten full frontal dick. I think we were waiting for some dick in the, yeah. in the halftime show. So if anything, I guess like the weekend, it's his it's his show. You're right. Just get some weekend dick. Oh, well. <laughs> for, yeah, forget that nine to five Monday to Friday. Who wants that dick? Weekend dick. <laughs> it's just so this is really funny some prime time um, weekend there. i was just typing it i was just about to type in who are the the super bowl halftime uh performers and instead my brain typed in weekend dick <laughs> <laughs> what came up <laughs> uh i didn't enter I, I, I caught it um not that i'm afraid of seeing some weekend dick on the internet it's not like anyone's not seen that um who is performing besides the weekend? It's it's hard to find. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to find. Really? It's the because everybody just lists the weekend, but I know that there's more. Did you search who's performing with the weekend? Who is performing with the weekend? This is a great podcast. <laughs> Perfect. Also, uh, speaking of dick, full frontal dick. I uh, watched the. the... <laughs> Strong, you say dick very strong. Oh, well, it's, it's, it's a word that deserves to be strong, said strongly. A full I watched of... the uh, Game Over Man, the, the Workaholics movie. Oh, you were talking about there was, uh, there was yeah. a lot of dick in that movie. A lot of ass-eating in that. Oh, yeah. Eric uh, Church and Jasmine Sullivan. Ugh. I don't know who they are. Do you know those people? Eric Church you... is a, is a you know, pop country guy. Oh, they're uh, singing. He's going to sing a song about trucks. They're actually singing the national <laughs> anthem. Sorry, that's the national uh, anthem. And then you have wait, America. They're going to sing a song about trucks. And then her or H. And love in the sand. Something's in the sand. So, uh, the America the actually, Beautiful. I don't mind be... Zach Brown actually. What the hell's going on here? All right, wait, so hold on. Wait. So her. Do you guys know you, how to how to do a do a search? No, I, I'm I'm literally looking at all the people performing. So her H E R. Is yeah. doing America the Beautiful. Which, who's her? H-E-R. I don't know. I know how to spell her. Who is it? That's that's what the name is. Oh, this is, <laughs> is this some sort of bit? Because, like, what's going on here? It's called her. <laughs> um, anyway, Ro- Warren Wawa Snipe. Yeah, of course. Is, uh, is on hand. What? To help out people singing the national anthem? And America's Don't beautiful. know what that means. Like with the with the lyrics. <laughs> Snipe, wait, who he is deaf was announced alongside uh, the. Is he going to be the uh, signer? Well, yeah, range performance. I mean, what's wrong with you, Anthony? Miley hey. Cyrus. She's uh, signing too. Is doing the pregame. Is doing a pregame show. She instead of like Terry and Jimmy. Yeah, she's going to talk it's about just the, Miley <laughs> just talking about the game. Yeah, it's just Miley. Uh, so she's going to do TikTok tailgate. I think. Uh, oh, that sounds awful. This is, I'm just, yeah. it, it just says the weekend. Yeah. I'm just looking at other yes. people. Someone's reading a poem. Uh, 
Yeah, the girl from the uh, uh, Amanda uh, Amanda Gorman. Yeah, the girl from the inauguration. Ooh, Daft Punk may appear at Super Bowl halftime show with the weekend, according to leaked documents. There we go. So now we're talking. It's been too long since Daft Punk's been uh been in the zeitgeist. I used to love Daft Punk. <laughs> I always like they always make fun of Daft Punk and like memes and things like that, but they're good. They're good. Um, so yeah, I um, I mean, I like I like some of the stuff the weekend does. Don't get me wrong. Um, so I'm interested. In, oh, they're in... doing a poem. Ever since Poem Chick was like blew up at the inauguration, they're bringing her. Did you literally just miss the last minute and a half that John and I talked about? <laughs> Wait, you guys were talking about Poem Girl? Yeah, we were. I'm dormant, yeah. <laughs> we literally I, said I, the poem. We literally said there's someone saying a poem, and I was like, John's like, oh yeah, the girl at the inauguration, Amanda Gorman. <laughs> oh, that's my bad. That's really my. Bad. Um, I don't think we need to bring poetry into football. I mean, I don't, I don't think those two streams need to really cross. To be honest, every name I mentioned there, I didn't give a shit about. To be honest, the only <laughs> the only poetry is like John Madden narrating a slow motion <laughs> handoff in the mud. Yeah, if, if John Madden wants to read like a Chinese menu, uh, if I, I would listen to that, that. Too, I would I'm listen down to with that. that. I would is, 100% wait, wait. listen to that. I'm sorry, I don't mean to take anything away from Amanda Gorman. You're probably good at poetry. Um, but we don't we don't need to bring poetry into football. This isn't some like manly thing either. It's just like, does anybody really enjoy poetry that much? And do we have to bring it into football? No. Right. We, who are we doing this for? The nineties are back though, so it's like poetry the whole, slam. The whole uh, like when people are like, oh my god, this poem's so good. It was a great poem. Don't get me wrong. But, but it's still I, just I, a poem. Exactly. I didn't think like, oh, we need to bring poetry back <laughs> into the mainstream. We don't. I was like, that's a nice one off. That can just stay there. We don't have to do this every weekend now. Yeah, poetry has uh, always been a poetry has always been a niche thing for like people to bring up that really like it, and then everybody else to be like, "Can you not though?" Like, <laughs> I, like would, I would prefer fake, if you didn't. <laughs> it's like it's a little like humble, fake humble brag thing. It's like, oh yeah, yeah I, I, like I enjoy poetry. Oh really? You enjoy getting in touch with your feelings and like going through all these little uh, you know metaphors and shit? No, you don't. And the mo- and I'm not a big fan. Spoken word poetry is probably my least favorite type of poetry. If there's any poetry I, I think is decent, it's like, um, you know, abstract type of very soft poetry. Oh, I was going to say Shel Silverstein, but... But um, either way, I'm not a big... You know, it'd be the same thing if somebody asked me to go see an opera performance. And it's like, sure, I'm sh- your voices are probably excellent. No, there's no. Uh, I'm not getting any joy out of seeing you. That's true. I could probably do like a one-off. I wouldn't want to do it every every time though. I don't, I'm not saying it's got to be a thing. I think if I was like in Europe, I'd probably go to an opera, but I don't think I'd want to ever go to an opera here. I don't know. I just think that's something you do in Europe is like go <laughs> go to is an it? opera. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like all it's like all those like rich like old like Habsburg and like uh, royal family shit. It's yeah. just a it's a thing to do. They're like ah. Oh, these peasants don't understand us. You know, we like opera. We get it. They don't. I'll skip it. There's just things I know I don't like, and I, I don't need to like pretend like I need to be in the moment and try it out. Like apple picking. I don't need to do. I, I've done it. I don't need to do it again. I don't, I don't need to be in the moment. We don't need to take an apple picking picture because I don't like it. <laughs> it's not so, unless, unless it's for my unless I have a kid and it's for my kid. I'm not doing it for an adult. Like I'm not apple picking for adults. 
You hear that, Amanda Gorman? Take your fucking apple picking and your poems and get the fuck out of here. Our Super Bowl. Out of my Super Bowl. Like, sorry, I don't know why I'm so passionate about this. Like, we're not even talking about the game. No poetry needs to happen at football. We've danced yeah. around the game for literally four times. We've talked everything but the game. You say a but um, the game? You totally said oh, a but. You totally sorry, said a but the game. Uh, Canadian came I, know, out. I know Ron DeSantis doesn't like rules, but can he <laughs> real quick do an executive order? No poetry. No poetry. Oh, no poetry on Sundays. I know. I know. I think I know the name of the podcast though now. So. <laughs> no poetry. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I hope people listen to this because there might be a poetry fan that's not too happy about this. Yeah. Yeah. We're really just we're crushing. Uh, Kind of crush Florida, crushing Philly, crushing poetry. Um, <laughs> is John Madden still alive? Yes, John Madden. You know who's not alive, sadly? Cloris Leachman passed away. Uh, 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 I was going to say Time of the Sword. Very, very upsetting. I was thinking Cloris Leachman because I was uh, just just happened, and I was just thinking of Beer Fest. Sorry. But Cloris Leachman. So, so to recap the last 25 minutes before we actually do this, we want more dick on stageless poetry. <laughs> Is that too much to ask for? <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that too much to ask? Can we get a Twitter poll out there? <laughs> what do you want more? So we, we can, we most can... people would vote for Dick over poetry if it was for a football game. Can Dick I'm be a, poetry, a, though? I 100% believe that more people like Dick than poetry. I think Dick can be poetry, though, so... got to be careful about that. Blurred line, wow. right, blurred line right that, here. <laughs> now that's a poem right there. <laughs> uh, someone make a poetry about dicks. Send it in. I want to I see that. I want to see some dick poetry. Um, anyway, can the we go to the game? Is, the thing about poetry <laughs> one last thing is I think so. I think ninety percent of the people that listen to it, like when somebody is like, "Okay, I'm going to read this poem now. It's going to be powerful." Like if you, because you're ever in a situation where somebody does read a poem, like you, you've been in a situation like that before, right? Like I don't know, a public thing. I don't somebody, think you've so. Never, uh, I've been in those. Maybe because I've been to a lot of like different events where they do invocations. And some instead of, like invocations already like why are we praying right now before this random event? Um, mm. Sometimes people will just like do a poem. I think ninety percent of the people that listen to a poem are just like, I gotta perfect. I gotta pretend like I like this for the person. Like I can't leave them up there hanging. Like we got <laughs> we gotta pull together and pretend like we like this. Give them a real big um, round of applause. It's because they're pouring their heart and soul. Yeah, these. I thought it was snaps or poetry. Oh, there you go. I think it's a secondhand embarrassment thing. It's like they're pouring their heart and soul. We can't let them down. Like, no matter if we like it or not, we're not even listening right now. We don't know what they're saying. We're, we're but we have to cheer big. <laughs> no, I have never. I don't think I've ever seen like someone stand up or whatever and just read poetry. Like, I never it's really. Good. I hope. I hope you keep that going. <laughs> I just think I think as a country we've just moved on from like 1860s poetry. There's more exciting things now. Oh, for sure, like music with uh, with with melodies, <laughs> beats, and stuff. Yeah, that's the real poetry. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely know that that's better. All right. So anyway, um, the Chiefs are playing the Buccaneers Super <laughs> Bowl 55. Uh, so. Uh, well, first off, who do you got? What do, like, what do, we, what do we have? Like, who, what do we think is going to happen here? I'm conflicted. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. I want to see Mahomes just be the next, you know, guy. And I, I yeah, think... I, I get, yeah, I guess you have to root for the Chiefs before everyone hates them because they just, they're always, they'll always win. I think it's a little easier to like them 
because I think more people like Andy Reid and more people like Mahomes right now. Like, unless something comes out about either of them, like like Mahomes and, like, I don't know, kisses his son on the lips or something like that. I don't people, know. People, no, no, I'm sure someone's gonna, something's going to come out really weird. But um, People will start getting, not not hating him, but, like, tired of, of Mahomes. I'm sure, yeah, but I, I just think... Oh, uh, we always, yeah, have the burn down period. You're going to have, yeah, but people, I just think there's, it'll take longer because I think Andy Reid is more likable than Belichick, and I think Mahomes is more, I, I don't know, a little... I guess more likable than Brady. I don't know. I mean, all right. Just objectively, if I wasn't a Jets fan, and like if I was a Patriots fan, like I could see how Brady could be likable to some people. That's tough words to say, John. To be honest, that kind of hurt me. (laughs) Uh, But I am rooting for the Chiefs. Um, Not only because I have money on them, mainly because I just want to. I I, I'm a Saints fan. I don't want to see the Buccaneers win. I don't want to see any NFC any any NFC South team win besides New Orleans. So, and uh, so I'm rooting for the Chiefs, and they're gonna win. So, and my big prop bet is I mentioned it before: Mahomes to score a touchdown, most likely rushing, and they win the game. So, I like that bet. But there are a lot of good, other good prospects that I did last year. Like uh, I made Kittle like last year. First, first for completion would be to Kittle from Garoppolo. So, like I like things like that, like first completions and things like that. I don't know, just prospects that are gonna get you. You can throw a dollar or or even ten dollars on it, and you can win a couple hundred dollars. You know, one of those long shots, like betting to the safety in the game. Go for it. Fuck it. It's probably like plus two thousand. Bet that there's gonna be a safety in the game. Why not? Have fun with it. Make it interesting. Make it interesting. Oh, yeah. Football. Uh, football. Uh, the Super Bowl is the time to just throw funny money at stupid things. For sure. So it's the last, you know, especially if you don't bet a lot, like, past NFL. Like, this is this is it. This is the last time you're going to bet until September. So it's like, have fun with it. Make it interesting for you because... Most of the majority of people don't have a rooting, a real rooting interest in this game. So enjoy it, you know, between the, the trailers, the weekend dick, the betting. Just, you know, have have fun with it. Just Is there going to be a prop bet on the weekend dick? I mean, I'm sh- well, I'm sure there's a prop bet on how long the National Anthem's going to be. But, I mean, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what – maybe there'll be a weekend. I mean, I'm sure there'll be some sort of wardrobe malfunction uh, prop bet. Now we're going to have to have a prop bet on how long the Super Bowl poem's going to be. Oh, my God. See, that's another thing we don't need. If it's any longer than zero seconds, then we've already lost. I'd rather bet <laughs> on how long the Super Bowl dick would be. <laughs> you always have a very that's hard infliction on that dick. That's a great, that's a great profit. <laughs> There's nothing better than that profit. What's the over-under on that? Is that six or seven? Or five? I, I would say, um, I would say like six and a half. Six and a half? <laughs> Wait, we're talking about like little chunk I mean, up. six and a half. Uh, yeah, I mean... I guess yeah. You have to start at you start at six for like an average, and then you go at least a half an inch for, you know. <laughs> I say there could be some funny there. <laughs> anyway, we'll just say six and a half. I think is a good. Uh, so I'd go. I'd go over. I don't know. <laughs> I'd bet the over on that one. <laughs> it's probably minus one hundred. Um, but prop bets, just do them <laughs> because you do stupid box pools, which I love anyway, and there's no skill to that. And you're just putting your money in the hands of fate. So just do very prop true, bets. very true. And I think DraftKings actually has a free uh, box pool thing going on that you could join. So D wins a box pool every year. 
My stepdad does too. It's crazy. I I win. I won one box pool once. That's it. Never win again. Never I've win. won a couple times. I, I've I've. It's not like I don't win. I'm somewhere in the middle of the pack, but she's always winning. That's good. I mean, make make sure she fucking plays then, because that's like free money <laughs> every year. Right. We're in a couple of them. I love box pools. Yeah, I mean, I do enjoy the occasional box pool because, like you said, it's just it's fate. It's random fate. You know. There's no, no no skill involved. Like you said, pick a box. Hopefully you get good numbers. Sometimes you get bad numbers and they come in anyway. Fuck those. Yeah. But uh, And then you're just rooting extra hard for things that like like come on, just one more field goal. Like and or take a knee or something like that. Like last what was it? I, I won last Super Bowls um final on that well. How did that last Super Bowl? Wasn't it like a? Didn't a touchdown happen at the very end where a guy just broke free and it's like it didn't even need to happen? Uh, probably Sammy Watkins. Oh no! It was yeah. It was um. It was the running back for uh. The Damian, Damian Williams. Oh, playoff Damian. Yeah, yeah. He just broke free and it's like he didn't need to score. They already won. And then he just took it in. And I was just like, this is amazing. Yes, I needed that. Because they could have just, if they got a first down, they would have knelt. Yep. And won. But he decided, let's break it off. And, and ran the seven. entire way, yeah. And uh, that won me, the pool. That, that's, um, that would happen, I probably mentioned it every year, is when the Ravens played the 49ers and the, uh, the Ravens gave themselves a safety at the end of the game. By kneeling down. And that, was, that two points gave me some weird fucking like 9-1 or some weird numbers that made no sense. And uh, and I ended up hitting that box full final, which was great. So, yeah. I mean, that's why you never yeah. know. Just fucking prop bet it up. Throw 100 bucks into whatever sports bet app you have and then just throw some crazy prop bets at the wall. Just do it. We could actually talk about the game next week. We could. I didn't even think about that. Like uh, the actual game. I guess yeah. I guess we probably could. I mean, we try. We, we tried to. I say my favorite prop bet. Sure. That I found on DraftKings. Uh, players to throw a pass over two point five is plus one sixty five. Yeah, I'm thinking There's about. There's gonna doing be that. some weird shit. I feel like. Absolutely. I'm. I'm definitely. I mean, with Brady, probably not. So you just need one trick play the entire game. You do need oh, somebody throwing a pass. I I think you'll get it on the Chiefs side if anything. You're not getting it on the on the Bucks side. No one's throwing that ball beside Tom Brady. So I think if Antonio team. Brown was healthy, I think he might throw a ball. You don't think Scotty? You don't think little Scotty Miller would throw a ball? Also, Mr. can we talk I about the ridiculous That's that's dumb. Like, stay in your lane, bro. Like, he caught <laughs> a long touchdown. Did you see what Tyreek Hill did on that seventy-yard scamper where he ran through like the entire team, both lengths of the football field? He ran like two hundred yards in that play. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, we have eyes. As Is far. he the best receiver in football just because of the different the dynamic he brings? Like he's obviously not as good as catching it as Devonte Adams or, um, I guess is he is he the is Devonte Adams supposed to be the top right now? Yeah, I don't I don't think Tariq Hill is he's close, but I I, I don't think he's he, mm, he brings I, something different. He does. Although I'd like to see him without Travis Kelsey because I feel like. There's just there's not a better tandem of someone who Travis Kelsey is so good at getting off the line and getting open within the seven to fifteen yard range, and Tyreek Hill does everything else. So there's just no better tandem. Yeah, yeah. Tyreek doesn't really have to go over the middle ever. 
Also, it was really funny um, when Tyreek had like the couple like good plays. Well, uh, my girlfriend was like, "Oh wow, he's like really good." And I just told her like, "Oh yeah, he beat his brother's girlfriend." <laughs> she was like, "Oh no, oh no." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, you, you think he's really good?" Why would you? Why would you? Why would you say that? Because <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Her mood just changed instantly. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, it's good to fuck with people like that. I guess so. You tell her what Cream Hunt did. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think Cream Hunt was as bad as uh, choking. Yeah. No, I know, but fun facts. You know, fun facts. Maybe he's he's amazing at football, so we gotta look. Past. <laughs> Maybe he's reformed himself. If if his talent wasn't there, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You know, I'd, I'd care more about what he did. <laughs> Everybody, he was young. Everybody is no. We're not gonna forget. We're just kidding, everybody. We don't forget that. But uh, what are we gonna do? He's been, you know, we just gotta get on with football. Exactly. Fuck the poems though. No poems. I don't care what that. I don't care what she did. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm glad I converted you to that. I think it's funny. I just think it's really funny, and I want. I would love for people who like poems to get really mad. Oh, for sure. <laughs> we're no poems podcast. We're we're digging in. And it's not even going to be people that like poems. It's going to be people that were like so obsessed that they. It, you know why everybody loved her poem at the inauguration? Because all these fuckers never, never don't like poetry. So they're like, it's like the first poem they've ever they've heard in ten years. So it's like, oh, that's not too bad. If they if they heard like five more poems, they'd be like, okay, I'm I'm kind of tired of this. But because it was every it was the country's collective first poem they heard in like ten to fifteen years, they were like, all right. No, to be honest, I, I, would, I would be good with a at least a five year moratorium on poems after this. Yeah, <laughs> you could do. You, yeah, you can say it in your own house. Say it in your own house with your family. I don't give a shit. Just not on TV. Yeah, or just uh, make it an inauguration thing, so it's every four years. You know what? That's not a bad idea. There you go. Yeah, one day. It's like it's like it's like uh, it's like the purge. One day where you're allowed to say poems. Yeah, get it out. Get your get, get your all your poems. Out. Get all your limericks. Get all your rhymes out. We don't need to know haikus other, other times of the year. If one day purge those fucking poems. Haikus are kind of funny because most of the time you don't even know you're getting haikued. Somebody just <laughs> stops short, and you're like, "Wait!" And you start counting syllables in your head. Or like, "Did I just get haikued? Was that a haiku?" Oh. Yeah, you really don't even know it. You no know poems and math. I, I don't like them. I don't like them together. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a deadly bad combo. I don't like them separate. I don't like them together. <laughs> All right. Don't well, like them anyways, right? I, are we actually going to get to the Super Bowl or are we done? Nah, <laughs> let's do it next week. Let's, let's do the real game next week. Let's we, we pretty much teased people at the top of the podcast, and we're, we're never going to get to We're never going to get to All right. Well, anyway. so It's, that, a, it's, it's the loss of podcast. We're never going to pay off. So we were finally back after a somewhat hiatus. Uh, just life gets in the way. That's what happens when you don't get paid to do a podcast. But... um. As as mentioned, we just uh, we just uh, tease the Super Bowl for next. Uh, I guess this coming week before it's up, and uh, you know we're Fantasy Lens. You can find us at Twitter at at Fantasy underscore Lens. Um, you know, tweet us there. This is where uh, this is what we're doing now. This is this is what we do. So uh, we are actually fantasy- the past couple of days we've been doing uh, stock memes. Okay, we've been doing stock memes apparently. So get in your game. Oh, that's memes. cool. I'm glad. <laughs> Join the resistance. Maybe we'll do some poem memes or something about that. I don't know. John, find some really things about hating on poems. Um, but anyway, so like I said, we are Fantasyland. We'll see you next week for the Super Bowl.